So I'm just to ask you in that case, do you believe that design process? Because I think that now we speak about good design, for example, in soft robotics and how we can use digital computation with morphological computation. But for you, do you think you have to go for intuition firstly before going to come up with design, maybe in Aspire, maybe beyond what we have in evolution? How do you see this process for coming up with the right design after maybe trial and error? Do you think intuition is so important in the first step or you have to go for, yeah, for example, co-design process? Yeah, yeah, that, that's um, it's a good question. So um, most of our robots are still designed mainly for scientific purposes. So there we... We we a big thing we have to do is is a bit dynamic scaling. So so the fact that we we want to understand salamander locomotion, swimming and walking, but except for the enormous uh, salamander, the giant salamanders in in China and Japan, all salamanders are quite small. Uh, so like uh, twenty centimeters or so, uh, or even smaller. So so at that scale, it's very hard to make an amphibious robot with enough degrees of freedom with small motors. So. The first challenge we have is just scaling up to uh, to a type of motor which is good enough in terms of torque output and small enough for that torque output and and at a reasonable price and and basically that then determines determines the whole dimension of our robot so we we use a lot of dynamic cell robot uh, motors and 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 therefore our robots are ten, typically uh, ten times larger than the real animal. So that's the first constraint is, is we, we start from the good motor that's kind of has a good torque output and then we scale up our, our models and then we do dynamic scaling of um, the motions we want to do like we have to scale down frequencies and, and things like that to, to have the same dynamics like fluid dynamics for instance. So that, that's part of the design process is choosing the right motors and then having the kinematics and then uh, a weight distribution that more or less matches the, the one of the animal. So that's when we have a bit of scientific question. And here, there are some cool things to do in biology, like um, we, we have access to CT scans of bones. So you can have, uh, you can have good, good knowledge of the bones. There are even, we use X-ray videos of motion of animals. So then you really have the perfect kinematics of the animal. And there, in the design process, for instance, for Pleurobot, one, one of our salamander robots that's closest to the real salamander, we did an optimization process uh, where we, we were optimizing the kinematics of our robot to, to find the best place where to place, place the joints in, in the spine to batch match the undulations for swimming and walking. So there, there was a bit of an optimization process happening during the design phase before we went to the hardware. So that's for, um, that's for Pleurobot. Uh, and maybe a little presence is well, one very cool project we had is is make a fossil robot. So that's the Orobot project, where um, we did the same type of things, but based on a CT scan of a fossil of an extinct animal. That was super cool for for a super exciting project. We we were lucky to get into nature and and even make the cover, but based on on the same design process we had used for Pleurobot, uh, we designed a, a very good copy of or a fairly good copy of this fossil. Uh, or robots and make a or robot robot. So that was a cool, cool design process. Interesting. Yeah.